0: M-S-O-W Media I'm Frances Callier I'm Angela V. Shelton We are Frangela and welcome to The Final Word (laughs) The Final Word With Frangela The Final Word The Final Word The Final Word The The final The the Final Word the final word. Ba, 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 ba. I want to thank you for joining us on the Sexy Liberal Podcast Network and/or MSW Media. Because you are a smart person, we really appreciate it. We want to thank you so much for supporting this Black woman-owned business through Patreon. Thank you, thank you, thank you. We're overwhelmed by it. You are the thing that's keeping us afloat. Mm. And and if you are able to, and we know times are tough and not everybody can, but if you are able to for just $5 a month, right? Yeah. Become a Patreon member. We say thank you. Yes. And how do we say thank you, Angela with three micro idiots a week that's just nothing but laughter in your inbox i'm telling you hundreds of them available you are denying yourself joy right now if you're not doing this and even if you can't you can always support us in this podcast by getting other people to listen to this podcast, by downloading, making sure you're subscribed, reviewing, and spreading the word. Absolutely. And you can get a specialized video from Frangela. Did you know that through Cameo? Yes, you can. We can wish you happy birthday, happy anniversary, give you a pep talk, whatever you need. And also coming up at the end of this month, Ooh. it is Stephanie Miller's Sexy Liberal Democracy Tour, Saving Democracy. That's right. You can help save democracy by showing up. Now, you can show up in several ways. You can come to, uh, on October 22nd, come to the Saban Theater in Beverly Hills and get down with us live. That's right. With us, Stephanie Miller, John Fugelsang, Hal Sparks, special guest, Representative Adam Schiff. What? What? The amazing Rob Reiner. Okay. And Glenn Kirshner. What? What? That's what I'm saying. Just a chock full of smart, sexy, and wonderful. Um, But if you can't be here physically... You can go to the pay per view. Yes, you can. That's right. You can watch live from the comforts of your own home. Yes, yes. pay per view yes. for just $20. Go to sexsuperbull.com and make sure you get your pay per view tickets if you can't hear, be here live. But trust me, if you can be here live, that's what you want. That's what you want to do because we are going to raise the roof. And also, always join us every Friday morning. For the third hour of the Stephanie Miller Show for? The Black Power Hour. What happens? Stephanie Miller becomes Stephanie Mills. Stephanie Mills becomes Stephanie Miller, an erotic dance of blackness and pageantry. It's beautiful, y'all. We want to send our hearts and prayers out to everybody affected by Hurricane Ian and Hurricane Fiona for that specifically. Because, you know, let's not forget about our brothers and sisters in Puerto Rico. Yeah, or throw paper towels at them. Isn't it nice to have like a real president? It is really nice. It's really, really wonderful. It feels so good. And you know what? And, you know, we know that people, I mean, the flooding... That happened, the the storm surge that happened, you know, and, and, you know, we talked about this a little bit last week, that future that I saw that I thought was going to be, you know, my children's 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 future is my future. It is today. It's right now. In terms of uh, environmental disaster that we've been told for years to be worried about. That's right. We're in it we're in it we're living it we have our brothers and sisters in florida and on the east coast you know are are in it and living it people in palestine are living it people you know all all these people in on this earth on this rock you see cuz we can't treat people who were going through storm sandy that storm like shit because then in shows up And then people start questioning the validity of giving money to other people or supporting people who are in need. Yeah, the reality is we're all on the same planet and everybody is is being affected by climate destruction. We all are. It's just certain regions, it's different kinds of ways. We have a fire season that is now pretty much all year. All year. Shit just on fire. That's what we call it. Yeah, and and I and if we aren't willing to, we we really do have to be willing to make the the absolute necessary changes um, at the systemic level to address the fact that we're killing our own planet, which yeah. is really stupid. Which it's not just killing our own planet, hallelujah! We're killing ourselves. Oh yeah, because we can't live floating mm-hmm. in space. We're killing ourselves and don't know it. Speaking of killing ourselves, um, I mean. Let's talk about the Florida high schools asking female athletes five questions about their. That's a a very odd segue. For I'm gonna say that was an odd segue. (laughs) But 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 we're mad. We're mad as hell. I'm mad. I'm mad at Florida. I'm mad at what's going on. I'm angry. I'm angry, Angela. Mm-hmm. Florida high schools are asking female athletes five questions about their menstrual periods. I'm gonna stop right there at the at the, at the title, okay? How dare you? How dare you infiltrate women's bodies, young women's bodies, and their minds. But you know, I remember, I'm gonna tell y'all a story. I remember when I got my first period. Mm-hmm. I was 10 years old. Mm-hmm. All right. And my mother, I remember my mother sitting down with all the pamphlets and the and the and the and the calendar and showing me this weird 28-day math. I was like, what why? But the month come in 30 30 days and 31 days. She which said, ended up never being true, too. Which right? never ended up being true. Right. And I sat there with her. We counted out my cycle. I'm telling you, I'm telling you about myself. Counted out, my cycle. Let me tell you, I ain't see that period for another year and a half. Mm-hmm. Because this isn't, this isn't how this works. It's not how it works. And, and, and here we are back again at, at just straight at misogyny on a form that in nowhere, so basically uh, the Florida High School Athletic Association has a form that they're asking students to complete and their parents. And the form has questions. There's just a, a section labeled females only. This is in no way are they asking males, anyone who identifies as male, anything. Just anyone who identifies as female. They're asking, when was your first menstrual period? When was your most recent menstrual period? How much time do you usually have from the start of one period to the start of another? How many periods have you had in the last year? What was the longest time between periods in the last year? I couldn't answer. If you gave me this and I said I wanted to, to play softball at 10. I couldn't answer this, but the the question is why do they need to know it? And they, they don't need to know it. The and excuse they, lie. the excuse lie is that it's in order for to to make sure you're not overtraining. They have some sort of excuse lie. But the reality is, as Frances just illustrated with her story, the, the menstrual cycle is an imprecise one, just to, to put it mildly. And even if even if this information we could be assured was completely secure, that no third parties were gonna have access to it, that it wasn't gonna be used to do anything like, say, discriminate against people who are cis or non cisgendered or identify in different ways. That's right. Like, like, even if we could be assured of all those things, in no way is this a way to figure anything out about a woman's body, because what we know about it is, it can your period can do that anybody's period can be is a year later you couldn't know when that was going to happen you don't know if you, there are girls in high school who haven't had cycles yet had their period yet that's right that's right it's, so, so what, what happens is, yeah a police state for women. And what really makes me angry, what really makes me chaps my fucking hide is getting young women, training young girls right. to believe that they have to give up this information, that they should give up this information to play a sport, to be involved in a community or society, that they have to give up their most precious information about their health, their body, their menstrual cycle any information to 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 hold a fucking ball do you ask a man no ask a fucking man when his dick that hard no when was your first erection no when is your no none of that information. has your voice changed no have your testes dropped no they don't have any of those questions on here because they're not relevant because it doesn't matter because men have options and men get to have private information women apparently don't and understand this is the same week as by the way on The Handmaid's Tale, they've identified that her daughter has had her period. Yes. Because they're starting to make the wa- girls wear different colors once they're, quote, wife ready. See, don't let the fiction line up with the reality so closely to piss me off even further. Because we keep, we have been told for years that we are overreacting. That's right. That we are overreacting to this constant encroachment into our bodies. I don't know how people who call themselves in favor of small government crawl up into my goddamn vagina and that of your child. Yep, yeah. yep. Yeah. And just to go even further, you know, when you talk about giving that information over, think about who you're giving that information over to. You're giving it over to coaches and principals. To Ron DeSantis. And Ron DeSantis. And let me tell you this, right now, right now, we don't even have to look at the handmaid's tale. We don't have to look at fiction. We're looking at abuse in women's soccer. In professional- Gymnastics. 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 How many times have, how many of these stories do we have of coaches, whether it's Jim Jordan? That's right. The boys they on down and him turning a blind eye to sexual abuse of students when he's right. assistant coach. Like it's, it's, we know over and over again of rampant abuse. And so now you go, the, I'm like, and here's the thing. They're not saying you mandatorily have to answer these questions. But what happens if you don't? Yeah. Well, that means you don't get to hold the ball. You don't get to pass the ball. Well, this is the point. They don't get to ask the question. No, they don't get to ask the question. It's none of their fucking business. And don't and I understand what this is really about is pre-discriminating against transgendered and differently, you know, um differently identifying people. That's, That's what right. it's really about. That's right. The cruelty and- is the point. That's right. And going into that, Virginia, here's another article, Virginia Policy Latest Attempt to Restrict Rights of Transgender Students. The administration of Virginia, uh, govern, uh, Virginia government, Governor Glenn Youngkin this weekend sharply restricted the rights of transgender students, sending schools into turmoil and drawing strong denunciations from Democratic legislators and some educators. So this is from earlier in like mid-September, September yeah. 16th but earning applause from Republicans and parents' rights advocates. Here's my thing. The guidelines, I want to talk about this. The guidelines released uh, place Virginia at the heart of a national battle over how transgender children should be treated at school, as well as if and how much parents should be told about gender transitions that begin there. This is what they call it. They call it the new quote unquote model policies, a version of which must be adopted by all of the state's 133 school districts by the the following month will require transgender students to access school facilities and programs matching the sex they were assigned at, at birth. Now I'm gonna stop right there. If we all are supposed to be dealing with the shit that was assigned at birth, I'm going to stop everybody right the fuck now in Virginia. If you were blind out of a bottle, bitch, give it up. If those not your teeth that were assigned at your birth, give that shit up. If them not your titties, give mm-hmm. that shit up. You see mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Also, it, the use of assigned is a really important word here. That's, that's because, right. because what you're talking about is how born. That's right. What they're very clearly saying is assigned because genders get assigned that's at right. birth that's and right. they have for years by doctors and doctors have made decisions we've i we've heard I've heard several stories of people who found out later in life that they're actually a doctor made a choice that's about right. what gender they were going to allow this child to be. So it's very so let be clear, we get to decide your gender, you don't. mm hmm uh-huh. That's what that's saying. Uh-huh. And it's absolutely about discrimination. And this, you know, we constantly, it feels like in every arena, the way that we get, the way that we have been trained and the way that we're allowing ourselves to be talked to about every issue is that every issue is a negative binary choice. That's That's either this or this. There are other, we can have this discussion. If we wanna talk about transgendered athletes or non-gendered, you know, non-binary athletes and and what that means for competition and what we have that discussion, have it fairly and openly. The options aren't either we do this uh, alleged assigned at birth, whatever that means, crap, or transgender, and or they just can't participate. Or that's not the only choice. We could open up this discussion and come up with other ways to address the issue, but we won't because the cruelty is the point. That's right. And at the end of the day, what they are saying in every way is you don't exist. You don't belong. You you don't exist. You can't exist. We're not going to get. We're not going to honor that. Mm-hmm. For you to exist. You don't have any agency. You don't have a voice. Because you if can't. You're a, exist. If you're a woman, if, if you are identifying, man, if you're identifying in any way as a woman, we have the right to go into your body. That's right. That's right. That's right. That's right. And so, and then when you talk about top-down approach to governance, these are the people who say small government, I want to remind you. Small government is talking about top-down governance over in Virginia. I don't know how down got into my my cervix. That's That's very down. That's That's very, very, very down. The new policy, quote, delivers on the the Governor's commitment to preserving parental rights, is what they're saying, and upholding the dignity and respect of all public school students. It is not a under a this is their 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 uh, spokesperson saying yes. this It is not under a school's or the government's purview to impose a a set of particular ideological beliefs on all students, but you are. but you are. <laughs> you, you, oh, are. I bet you are, You That's exactly are. what you do. Exactly what you're doing. Don't piss up my head and tell me it's raining. That's what okay? you're doing. That's what you're doing. The policies say that teachers and other school personnel can refer to a student by a different name or pronoun only if parents request the switch in writing. Oh, really, Bob. Oh, really, uh, 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 Susie. Oh, really, Angie. Oh, really, Franny. I, I mean, think about it. My daughter is called Abby at school. That is her chosen name. Her first name is Eleanor okay? Mm -hmm. So you're telling me that's not what she was assigned that's not what she was assigned that's not what she was assigned so you're telling me that every child every child You know, what they're telling you is that if your child is named Peter and he like and she would like to be called Susie, they're not going to honor that. And they're going to let you know that that's going on. That's right. You want to get involved in in subjugating your child. Also, that that's what they're telling you. The the, the lie here is that it has anything to do with freedom. It's just about discriminating against people. That's that's right. That's right. And this is the other thing, too. So as a parent, I could sit here and agree and say, please call Peter Susie. All right. Mm-hmm. Susie is now, you know, Susie is Susie. The, the the teacher can then, even if the parent makes that written request and says, please honor my child's identity. Mm-hmm. The teacher can then, the guidelines say that the teacher cannot be compelled to refer to transgender students. Not, not, not Abby. Abigail, Abby. That's Abigail, okay. That's okay. But, but Scott, the, Abby, no. No. But they cannot, they don't have to and aren't compelled to refer to the transgender student by name and gender if it goes against the educators, quote unquote, constitutionally pr- protected free speech rights. Okay, I'm so sick of this perversion that of personal freedom. Thank Your you. personal freedom ends at you. That's right. That is how it works. You do not have the right to go through life in your entire day without in- encountering things that you don't agree with or that make you uncomfortable. That's not a right you have. no no and, and, and that's and that's my problem. my problem here is this is Jim Crow 5.0 mm-hmm. this is we are not you you won't be at my drinking fountains. I won't acknowledge you. You can't come into my clubs. You can't use my facilities. I yep. don't want to know you exist. You stay on your part of, of time. That's yep. what this is. Yep. Make, no, don't get it twisted. And, 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 and this is the other thing too. What they're also saying is if you are gay, If you are transgender, if you have any of those thoughts or feelings, you better fucking hide. Because what they're also encouraging and instructing teachers to do is um, they're saying that the guidelines say that the schools cannot encourage or instruct teachers to conceal material information about a student from the student's parents, including information related to gender, which means that if I want to keep my job, if I want to be considered as a good educator, I have to knock on your sexuality and gender. Oh, or guess what? You're that's assuming that there's any level of honesty here. Right. Like like I I am a teacher. I don't like this black student. Maybe I decide to tell everybody he's gay. That's right. Like I mean, this is that's a, right. I am just that's saying right. that we're just allowing prejudice to rule the day legally and somehow calling that freedom. It's it's don't get it twisted and these people youngkin needs to go. DeSantis needs to go, and they don't have any right to this information. In more hypocritical misogyny, we have the amazingly talented tap dancer and biscuit maker, Herschel Walker. Oh, Lord. Oh, Lord. Every day, Francis, every day I wake up, and (laughs) I check, I check the calendar, because it feels like not every day I wake up to a new tap dance routine from Herschel, and I can't take it. I can't take it. He has become, he is, as we've said before, uh, Stephanie Miller, he has become the living, the cho- he's choosing to be the living embodiment of a stereotype. He he is he is Sambo personified to make white people feel comfortable. This is the thing that gets me. Is everybody know it is worse than he's not even a, a stuffed suit.
1: You no. know
0: what I mean? Right. He's a stuck stereotype. And he's gotten worse and worse. The Chicken Shack story was bad enough. That was bad enough. But um, that's it's it's gotten worse since then. Apparently, if you haven't heard, his son Christian Walker, um, basically went off. Yes yeah. week, um, because he, in his own words, he'd had it with being lied about, being lied on by Herschel Walker, um suggesting that his mother was lying about uh, a history of abuse in her relationship yeah. with his father. And it, it's it's been amazing to watch Republicans not only be okay with it but rally to Herschel Walker's side as we see reporting from The Daily Beast that seems to, where they have receipts. corroborated receipts from the former girlfriend's account with a contemporaneous witness account and financial records, including a check signed by Walker and sent in a get well card in terms of Herschel Walker paying for an abortion. This yeah. is the man who thinks that abortion should be considered murder, that nobody should be able to have them. There should be no special cases in which uh, whether it's the life of the mother or otherwise. Except and, and this is the thing that that keeps on getting me in in terms of the Republicans, except for the GOP's mistresses. Yeah. You know, anybody or daughters or yeah. daughters, Th- those women, those those lives. And this is my favorite. This has been my favorite meme of them all. The same, there is no difference between the person, the people who wanna make the 10 year old have a baby as the person who impregnated him. Yeah. They're the same people. They have no regard for for, for women, children, womanhood, nothing. Understand that we keep saying this, I feel like people aren't making the connection. Tennessee right now, there is an attempt in Tennessee to get rid of the age of consent. The meaning that there would be no such thing as raping a child. That's right. There's an attempt to allow people to marry children. Yeah. If they want. Yeah. Understand, we aren't exaggerating Handmade hand Tale. We are it's. It doesn't seem like, frankly, it doesn't seem dystopian or futuristic at all. It's. It's contemporary, and and what's going on with Herschel Walker? Basically, um, his son in this is in his uh, rant has talked about how they had to move. He says that they had to move six times in six months to get away from Herschel Walker's violence. Towards them, um, that he has four children through four f- with four different women, that he, none of whom he's ever raised or taken care of. And uh, and that this woman that the woman who's come to the Daily Beast and she's asked to have, you know, not have her name out there, that he in fact did pay for an abortion. And after quite clearly making it clear that anybody who pays for an abortion or who has an abortion is a criminal. Except, of course, I guess, him. So, right. you know, and, and, and I don't, we don't care. I don't, neither of us are into that. We're not morality plays here. I no. don't care about what he does with his, with what I do care about is him lying. And the duplicity. And what I, <laughs> what I <laughs> like, care about it is the fact that he wants to take away our rights. He mm-hmm. wants to continually support that. And he's allowing himself to be utilized. And Angela, you're absolutely right. I, when I look at him, I see somebody who is horribly damaged who should be who should be in a soft room okay yeah. but he is out here and he is making choices and and saying things and having things put in his mouth to say to support and I can't I can't we can't take away his agency we can't. can't take away his agency because the reality is chicken check story is like he's getting worse he is getting worse and that's a choice you know, like, like, and and I can't just get up there and say I. Uh, you know, his response to this is I care about all my children. No, you don't. No, this kid is. I the Christians up here saying no, you don't, and so you don't. Yeah. And 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 I don't care. I mean, I care in a sort of a caring way. But what I really don't understand is why we're why it is okay with the Republican Party to have candidates who are beyond hypocritical who are straight up liars criminals completely unqualified i mean the fact dr oz hillbilly ella fuckery uh uh, the you know herschel walker these are people what's our damn name tudor tudor stupid like none of these people are qualified Well, you know what, we're looking at at a field of people. We have hundreds of people who are running for office for the GOP who are standing out loud, out loud saying, I am willing to swamp, deep throat the big lie. Mm -hmm. And I will continually sit here and lie and I will do everything I can. If you elect me to make sure that another Democrat will never be in office again, and the GOP has said this is a great strategy. And beyond that, the GOP, including Mitch McConnell, very recently in an interview with uh, Swan, um, said uh, he would vote for whoever the Republican nominee is, even if that nominee is Trump. That's right. Understand that this, the GOP is pro-fascism. And I have to give a shout out to my girl, Nicole D. Wallace, for keeping it on the real. And every time somebody tries to say that this is going on in this country without correctly identifying the fact that this is happening on one side of the aisle, That's that there right. is one party that is pro-fascist, there is one party that is pro-racist and pro-misogyny and anti, uh, anti anyone who doesn't fit white, male, straight, cis, heterodoxy or whatever, that 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 is one party and the other party has some policies that you may not always agree with, but they absolutely believe in democracy and truth and justice. And it pisses me off. It's so hard because, you know, we would never hear DeSantis. He spends millions of dollars on a stunt kidnapping people from Texas, lying to them, to drop them off in Martha's Vineyard as a political stunt. Um, people who he has absolutely, it's absolute fraud. Somebody should go to jail, probably him, first yes. and foremost. And, and what do we do when there's a hurricane? We don't, we don't need to talk about that mm-hmm. because it's time for us to take care of these people. They won't do that. They don't do that for us. That's right. I'm going to tell you something. I have, I'm telling you on every level, I'm waking up to street justice. I'm waking up to street justice. I'm waking up to, yeah, I'm. you know what? I'm going to help you, but I ain't going to lie. I'm not going. I'm not going. I'm not going to sit here and lie. I'm not going to sit here and say now is not the right time. It's always the it's right. Always time. It's always the right time. It's always the right time because if he weren't busy doing stunts, maybe he could govern. Maybe That's he could right. have made sure that every county had an evacuation plan ready to go. Maybe he could have done a lot of things. That's right. But instead, he was looking at ways to out-racist Governor Abbott. That's right, Texas. That's right. We'll be right back after these messages. Trump asked Supreme Court to intervene in Mar-a-Lago document review And we didn't notice what's going on. I've just about had it. I really have just about had it. Like, I don't, I don't know what's left in me to have had it. I don't. For instance, there's nothing left to have had it anymore. They have beaten, they've beaten our little nerve that we share with Stephanie Miller so bad. Yeah, I know. I know. But here's the thing. This is what I, I, this is so interesting. What is so interesting to me about this whole moment is is that I am watching a white man create new law. It's almost like it's almost like watching a new universe being gas. Oh, oh, thank you. Let me be clear about something. I don't want to ever hear again that the law applies to everyone because it absolutely doesn't. It doesn't. It doesn't. I would like to actively encourage the current president Joseph Biden to go do whatever the fuck he wants. That's because right. apparently when you're president you can't be prosecuted during your presidency or 2 years the fuck later. That's right. That's right. That's what I've learned. That is what I've learned. And and you can pick people who will who will you can pick be, your judge. You can pick your judge. You can pick your own laws. You can tell, you can say I don't want that to happen and guess what? People will Ignore we'll do it. The law and do what you want. He, you can literally not win the popular vote, but seat three lifetime appointments on the Supreme Court. I mean, it, it's the idea. We're not stuck with this. I am so sick of the way that we even talk about this. And I know it, it drives me crazy because these laws we were made by human beings. Yeah. All of these laws were made by human men. White men, white rich men, men who owned a humans, a lot of them, which yeah. means they weren't great folks. That's but right. We can absolutely change them. We have changed them. In fact, the reason we don't have slavery is because we changed the frigging fucking constitution. So we can change how we do things. I don't want to hear we can't get rid of a judge that we put in. But what are we powerless against ourselves? Yes. Change the system. This woman, the, the judge that he has picked out in Florida she's is not even anti-law. She's, she's not even, I don't even know. I I can't with this. I can't with acting like this woman is anything other than a lackey. She's just an employee of the Trump administration. Right. That's all she is. And, and, and if we're going to continue to act, here we are sitting here waiting for judgments. I'm sick of this shit. And the Supreme Court, look, people are, you know, talking about how the Supreme Court, you know, this is a, a technical argument and maybe they'll do this or maybe they'll do that. It should be really clear what they're going to do because yeah. there, there isn't any reason for this to be delayed any further outside of everybody's just decided from the Justice Department saying that it's too close to an election with, that this person isn't even in. I don't, like, I, 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 I can't me, get my mind around why me, we're okay with this. For me, for me, I'm like, let's just get this fucking over with, okay? Get it over with. Do what you're going to do then I'm going to do what I'm going to do. You and know? This, uh, it's, it's insane. Because the, all the lying and the pussyfooting around and and, and and the obfuscation and all that shit. do For me, I'm like, draw your punch and I'm going to draw mine. That's how I feel about it. Yep.
1: Because I think we, that, that know, because we're, we're in gonna that do, fight.
0: They're going to do. do what they're going to do. They're going to do what they're going to do. And, and if people fight. don't understand that we're in a civil war. That's right. We're in it. You just aren't fighting physically yourself yet. Yes. Yes. But you're getting knocked the fuck down. For example, example, Michigan, the judge dismissed charges against seven people in the Flint water scandal. Michigan judge Elizabeth Kelly on Tuesday uh, of this week threw out felony charges against seven people over the Flint water scandal. Understand that humans, this, these among them made yeah. choices that they knew would contam- would were, would put contaminated water in this community's water system. They knew that. And they, they killed people. It. People died. People had a long right, wrong issue. They still don't have clean water, either. No. But we've decided now that, like many crimes against the poor and brown and Black people, no one's to blame. No one's to blame. Who's to blame? Who's to blame? The people who made the choices, including the governor. Snyder at the time like that's that's I mean it's over and over again what we are being told is there is you can do whatever you want to poor people to brown and black people you can do whatever you want to these communities they're utterly irrelevant you You can do whatever you want to women not rich ones because there is no accountability whatsoever in this country for white people and that's all I have been taught this week That is what I have learned. That's right, you can do whatever you want. You can make a set of decisions that results in people getting, children, getting Legionnaires' disease and people dying and people in the community still not having clean water. And you know what, nobody's really to blame. Nope, nope. How can we possibly prosecute anyone? But we're gonna leave you on a good, good note. Ooh, a tasty note. Uh, This week, we had the opening week of the reign, as I'm going to think of it, of Justice Brown-Jackson. Yes! Justice Ketanja Brown-Jackson. She also, unlike, you know, normally, not normally, it seems historically, it seems like new justices don't necessarily participate a lot in the first, you know, their first time out. Out the gate. Hey, out the gate. She was like, ah, 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 ah. came hard with the history lesson. In the case of Merrill versus Milligan, The state of Alabama is asking the court to overturn decades of precedent, allowing a limited consideration of race to enable racial minorities to obtain equal political representation in redistricting. Essentially what and this is really fucked up. What the state is trying to argue in Alabama is that when they redistricted to make sure that a state that is over a quarter black would then only have one district out of seven. that, it had, that it had majority Black people in it, that that redistricting was not only was it okay, but to change it because of the racial issue, because of the racial composition, would be in violation of the Constitution because these the Constitution around districting and around voting rights and how that's done, particularly the 14th and 15th Amendments, aren't about race. But as Justice Ketanji pointed out, Oh, that's not so true. Let's hear from her, shall we? Yes, let's listen. Let's listen.
1: Um, I don't think we can assume that just because race is taken into account that that necessarily creates an equal protection problem because I understood that we looked at the history and traditions of the Constitution, at what the framers and the founders thought about. And when I drilled down to that level of analysis, it became clear to me that the framers themselves adopted uh, the Equal Protection Clause, the 14th Amendment, the 15th Amendment, in a race-conscious way. That they were, in fact, trying to ensure that people who had been discriminated against, the freedmen, um, in during the Reconstruction period, uh, were actually uh, 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 brought equal to everyone else in the society.
0: And she went on to make it even more clear by looking at the documents as one is, when one is a scholar, as one is wont to do. Here she is with that.
1: Did the uh, report that was submitted by the Joint Committee on Reconstruction, Reconstruction which drafted the 14th Amendment. Um, and that report says that the entire point of the amendment was to secure rights of the freed former slaves. The legislator who introduced that amendment said that, quote, unless the Constitution should restrain them. Those states will all, I fear, keep up this discrimination and crush to death the hated freedmen. That's not um, that's not a race neutral or race blind idea.
0: Tell me that didn't feel good. Yes, she lied.
1: She lied. Okay. because you know what you
0: know what this is the thing. What we put onto the court in terms of voice passion ideology is important in terms of representation because that representation wasn't there. We haven't seen that representation out of uh, Jenny Thomas's husband. No, and, uh, and I need people to remember this also about with that just real quickly. Jenny Thomas is a lawyer. Just so people understand, they keep just calling her his wife like she, you know, like she, she's a lawyer. She knows what she's doing. But, but the 14th Amendment, the amendment that the amendments that the state of Alabama is trying to use, say that aren't racially based, they have nothing to do with race, which is a false concept, but ethnicity. Uh, The 14th Amendment arose from the failure of the Civil Rights Act of 1866 to protect the equal rights of the formerly enslaved. This is what Justice Jackson made very clear. The force of the Constitution had to back that law for it to function properly, and so Congress passed the 14th Amendment to specifically protect the equal rights of Black people. Mm -hmm. To act like it, what, that isn't where this history is? Right, right. Well, and here's the, this is why I'm saying that it is so important to have that representation on that bench. That's right. To have somebody who will open their motherfucker mouths and let the truth the real history of of the law loose on these bitches let, mm. the, let her rain hell fire down on them all day long may it come may Dracarys on Dracarys. these motherfuckers that's what I'm saying and that is our final word and now it's time for emails emails time to go get your emails I want to thank you for writing us at frangela08 at gmail.com. We love hearing from you. Mm-hmm. This email is uh, subject line Lois Kaz. Mm. Hi, girlfriends. I knew I could put Lois Kaz in the subject line because she is a great subject. That's the true. Is. When you started talking about Lois Kaz and her keys, I almost lost it. Hilarious. Now I know a little bit about the origin of the keys. Okay, so Lois, if you don't know, Lois Kaz was is is, Lois is an amazing Amazing. amazing amazing part of second city history i mean i pretty much i don't know that i'm not saying she's a vampire <laughs> i'm just like i think she's there i think everybody has a lowest memory right that's right and one of the primary lowest like, things is Lois had keys to everything i mean everything everything you want it or you need it? And she was the only one who did. And I don't care what it is you needed. You needed to pay advance. You needed You needed to get into a closet. You needed a, a receipt. Lois, you got sent to Lois. And let me okay. tell you something. And I just want to say this too. It didn't matter who you were. No. Nope. From the owner, Andrew Alexander, to the lowest right. worker, you had Edward, to go through Lois. You had to go through Lois. And people would say it like that, be like, oh, you're going to have to go to Lois's Lois. office for That's that. and then i remember having a real talk with myself about how much do i need this yeah do i need that not because lois was a lovely person but her authority was absolute absolutely and and also i just have to say this really quickly too Mm -hmm. her offices was in the bowels bowels. of second city see here's the Um, thing yeah you had to go through a lot you had to go through a lot lot to get to lois yeah physically you had to you had to to traverse it was sort of yellow brick roadie yes of second city to get to Lois, and when you got there you Mm. knew you had reached your nirvana because in her office it always it was it was spotless yep spotless and she had the power to grant anything to anything it always did. Like, I never heard anybody have a bad experience, but like the reality was you felt, you felt that like, like how you would think you might feel if you had to go in front of the Supreme Court or something, yes. you get, like, nervous or whatever, but yes. she would just sit there and, with her benevolence and make a decision, hand you the key or the whatever, but, but you had to go through Lois. And we talked about that not that long ago on the podcast. So she said to say, um, when you started to talk about Lois her keys. I almost lost it. Hilarious. Now I know a little bit about the origin of the keys. You see Del Close used to come in during the day and go into the court and suck up all the gas from the whipped cream containers <laughs> so that when we came in later, there was no whipped cream left for the coffee drinks. <laughs> so the keys were born. And once you gave Lois Kaz control of something, she took her job seriously. It's so true. It's so amazing. And I think we've all heard that story. We I don't know if it's true or not, No, but it, it sounds true. legit true to me. It, it was really true. Because you know what? Let me tell you, when I started at Second City in high school, uh, Dell was directing his first Second City review with Chris Farley and Tim Meadows and everybody. And so I would be selling t shirts, and Dell, that was before Dell got nicer. Yeah, people forget that 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 Dell was not that like. I when I get to when people talk about Dell working with women, I was like, Dell didn't work like women. <laughs> Dell was straight a up misogynist. Time. He got he got a little nicer at he one point. He got nicer, but think, was it post Doritos? Was it the Doritos ads that were his? Yes, this is post Doritos. Post Doritos, he got nicer. Yes, but but what happened was he would come in and he would suck down that those those cans. And I yeah. mean, one after the other, one after the other, and the poor waitresses would be trying to put the the the, the whip crank, and you couldn't get none of that when you yeah, take the it's aerosol out. Whippets—they make you a little high if you don't notice. It's a it's a it's a highness thing. Yeah. So you know, what uh, second city besides producing really wonderful talent produced a lot of addicts. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> and I don't know if it produced yeah. it. But it but was—it was addict it, it was it, it friendly. Housed it. It, it housed was it. It was addiction friendly. It was addiction sure. friendly, um, and I don't mean that in terms of recovery. No. Um, no. But uh, she said, I love Lois. I think the last time I saw her, she was still into celebrity talk, you know, talking about who you know or who you've been hanging out with. But Lois is the reason I am a second citizen. She hired my sister first, who was returning from college in New York state. And then I naturally was drawn to second city, even as I had to serve a two-year term in college in New York state. The rest is history, which I really have to write about sometime before I die. Yes, you do. Yes, you Anyways, do. Anyways, I'm not lying. As a matter of fact, I'm not kidding, folks. It's for real. I just love how Biden talks. You guys have my favorite podcast. It's what I go to when I want to listen to a podcast. You make me laugh. You make me happy. Um, I'm going to support you by getting cameo every once in a while. I think I'll first let you give me a pep talk for myself. See you over in cameo soon and keep on keeping on. Love you, Jill. We love you, Jill. We love you, Jill, too, girl. And we are let let me tell you something. Your support and your love and your this little lowest moment was worth everything. Thank you. Everything. Everything. And now it's time for resistance. Wrap up. Sorry, give you an actionable item. But we know you're all engaged in doing things all the time. Anyway, but in case Mm -hmm. you don't know. Women's Wave 2022. Women's rights are here. And there are human rights. Join us on October 8th to support freedom for everyone, regardless of gender, to control our own bodies, our own choices and our own lives, y'all. If you weren't aware, marchers and rallies are ho- are happening in cities across the country on Saturday. Find the one nearest you at action.womensmarch.com. Just go to womensmarch.com right now and figure out, you know, what you can do. Don't forget to bring your water, your sign, and your fury. Because we do need to make it clear to these politicians that, that you can't just bury your anti-choice stance on your website or try to get rid of your past statements. We know who you are, and you are not getting our vote. That's right. I'm Frances Callier. I'm Angela V. Shelton. We are for Angela. Thank you so much for listening to The Final Word.